Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. A brand new year of bringing clarity to the chaos is officially underway. We start today with an update on our next Prophecy Conference. The Central Florida Prophecy Conference, our next in-person conference, will take place Friday and Saturday, January 28th and 29th in Lakeland, Florida. Speakers include Bill Federer, Dr. Larry Spargimino, James Collins, Dr. Kenneth Hill, Greg Patton, Dr. Ken Lindau, and Larry Stamm. Registration is now open. Visit swrc.com and click on Events at the top of the homepage. Registration is free, but required. The Central Florida Prophecy Conference, January 28th and 29th in Lakeland, Florida. Register today by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144 or visit swrc.com. Have you downloaded our SWRC app? The SWRC app is a great way to take Watchmen on the Wall with you. The SWRC app features this daily program and articles from teachers like Dr. Larry Spargimino and James Collins. Simply search SWRC on your smartphone or tablet and download the SWRC app today. Would you please visit our website, SWRC.com? SWRC.com is the premier place to find resources with an eternal impact. Brand new books and DVDs from Greg Patton and Larry Stamm. Resources back in print from Dr. Carl Baugh, Rob Lindstedt, and Dave Brees and exclusive content from Jonathan Kahn you can only get from Watchmen on the Wall. We also have our brand new 2022 Prophecy Calendar, over 900 resources with free shipping on all orders over $100. Please visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com. We want to send a special greeting to all of the first-time listeners to Watchmen on the Wall. If you're a new listener, welcome. We would love to share a free gift with you. Request your free new listener pack today by calling 1-800-652-1144. In the new listener pack, you get a welcome letter, the latest issue of our monthly newsletter, The Prophetic Observer, and a free gift. Call today and request your free new listener pack, 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Our Moment of Prophecy e-newsletter is available free of charge to everyone. Twice a week, you receive encouragement in your inbox from Dr. Larry Spargimino, information on the latest resources, and timely articles to equip you during your week. Sign up today for the Moment of Prophecy e-newsletter. Visit swrc.com or simply call one 800 652 As we begin a new year, our host, Dr. Larry Spargimino and staff evangelist James Collins, take a look back at some of the top headlines from the end times of 2021. Welcome to Headlines from the End Times. In the days of the Old Testament prophets, God said to appoint a man to stand guard on the wall. The watchman would scan the horizon for signs of danger. When an enemy was spotted making advances on the city, the watchman would sound the alarm. 
Each day we see more and more signs that point to the soon return of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we seek to make sense of the nonsense and sound the alarm of the truth of Bible prophecy in current events. News with apocalyptic implications is breaking daily. 2021 was a record-setting year in so many ways. Some of those ways are very tragic as the Lord tries to get the world's attention. Today on this special edition of Headlines from the End Times, we look back over some of the top Bible prophecy stories of 2021. 2021 saw a rush toward a one-world government. The advancement was stunning and diabolical. All efforts to advance the global government were cloaked in saving the world rather than uniting the world. COVID-19 was the crisis that the globalists could not let go to waste. Since the start of the coronavirus outbreak in 2020, the globalists have convinced the world that it is worth giving up freedoms in the name of health and safety. 2021 saw the birth pangs that Jesus warned us about continue as the creation itself groaned with natural disasters increasing in frequency and in intensity. This past year saw record-breaking snowfall in Madrid, Spain, severe rain and flooding in England, Cyclone Anna's devastation of Fiji, record heat waves in Russia, extreme wildfires in California and Oregon, and winter storms in Texas that caused thousands to be without electricity. Sadly, most of the world believes the weather disasters are caused from man-made climate change, and they just refuse to recognize them as the hand of God. Extreme weather is actually a herald of Christ's soon return. This past year saw an increase in persecution and marginalization of conservatives, Christians, and Jews. The Bible says in John 15, 19, that the unbelieving world hates us. In 2021, that has become a harsh reality in the world. Those who hold to godly values were called extremists, racist, and were compared to the Taliban. People who objected to mandatory COVID measures were labeled terrorists. Those who refused to receive the experimental COVID vaccine lost their jobs and were outcast. 2021 saw a continued rise in delusional thinking. The Bible tells us that in these last days, God will give people over to reprobate minds. In the last year, we have seen the most delusional thinking imaginable. If we didn't have a biblical perspective and an end-time hope, the actions of the world would be terrifying. 2021 abounded with stories that showed evil is good and good is evil. Let's look now at some of the top headlines from the end times. In March of 2021, we were shocked to learn that the United Nations had compiled a list of LGBT hate groups to be used as a blacklist to punish groups and organizations that subscribe to traditional beliefs about gender and sexuality. According to the Center for Family and Human Rights, the UN Rights Office is collecting the names of anyone who opposes the LGBT agenda in any way. Of course, churches and Christian organizations were high on the list of so-called hate groups for our biblical stance on gender. This is yet another example of officials targeting people of faith for their religious beliefs. The Bible is clear. There are only two genders. God created man and woman. 
On that, there should be no confusion. In these days, when the radical LGBT agenda is running rampant, we continue to pray for governments to allow people of faith to continue to hold traditional religious beliefs on sexuality without fear of repercussions. In April of 2021, the San Francisco Chronicle reported that the COVID-19 crisis had helped to move the United States and the world to a cashless economy. In a story titled, Cashless Economy, Our New Reality, reporter Carolyn Said described how the pandemic made paying with credit cards and cell phones widespread. In addition to being quarantined and being forced to shop online, people were afraid of bills and coins during the pandemic. Many of the consumers now are continuing to use cards and phones for all purchases, even for low-ticket items like a candy bar or cup of coffee. According to online payment processor Digital Square, quote, the shift away from cash usage in this past year would have taken nearly three years without the pandemic, close quotes. In a related story, also from April of 2021, we learned that Amazon, alongside Apple, had developed new technology to allow for making purchases without cash or a physical credit card. The company started testing its palm scanning payment technology in their Whole Foods grocery stores, starting with a single store in Amazon's home city of Seattle. Amazon's palm reading starts at the grocery store, but it could be so much bigger. According to an Amazon spokesman, the palm scanning technology analyzes, quote, the minute characteristics of your palm, both surface area details like lines and ridges, as well as subcutaneous features such as vein patterns, close quotes, in order to identify a customer. This would allow them to use the biometric scan as an alternative method of checking out instead of credit card or cash. It is essentially using palm print to make purchases. The Bible describes in the book of Revelation a global economy and the mark of the beast, which will be used to control the global economy. People will not be able to buy or sell unless they take the mark of the beast. While Amazon's palm reading technology itself is not the mark of the beast, it does show that the technology and mindset is moving in that direction. If this kind of technology expands, it would be easy for the Antichrist to control a global economy. He could flip a switch and make it to where only those who are identified in a database as having taken the mark of the beast could make purchases. For centuries, people have questioned how the Antichrist could deny those that refuse to be marked the ability to purchase goods. We are now seeing the technology that will lead to this ability. Last May, middle school students in Tacoma, Washington, brought home a flyer from school explaining that 11-year-olds can legally have sex with someone up to two years older, and they can obtain an abortion without their parents' knowledge. The source of the flyer was none other than abortion giant Planned Parenthood. Not surprisingly, parents in Washington were outraged. School officials dismissed their concerns by apologizing for the error, but didn't apologize for Planned Parenthood's continued influence on the sexual indoctrination taking place. During the last election, Washington voters approved, quote, a graphic statewide sex ed curriculum 
created and endorsed by Planned Parenthood and radical activist organizations, close quotes. In June of 2021, we learned about Pastor Lee Jun Kay of the Yanyang County Central House Church in Henan Province, China. Pastor Lee Jun Kay was sentenced to five and a half years in prison for protesting the government's attempt to remove a cross from atop his church building. Mass removals of crosses from church buildings began in Henan Province in 2018, with police removing at least 4,000 crosses over the course of a year. Even the crosses of government-run churches were removed, and smaller churches were completely shut down. Last year, when authorities brought a crane to remove the cross from Pastor Lee Jun Kay's church, a group of Christian senior citizens, mostly women, met the plainclothes policemen and their crane. The Christians sang hymns and prayed while attempting to keep the authorities from taking the cross. Police beat and arrested the protesters before forcing the church gate open and removing the cross. Pastor Lee Jun Kay was arrested and charged with embezzlement and obstructing government administration. He was later sentenced to five and a half years in prison and given a fine of more than $7,000 USD. Sadly, in 2021, we saw more and more stories like this one from all around the world. A woman in India watched as her sister was dragged off by Hindu nationalists. She still doesn't know if her sister is dead or alive. A man in a North Korean prison camp was shaken awake after being beaten unconscious. Then the beating started again. A woman in Nigeria was raped and impregnated by Boko Haram. Her community rejected her and her baby. These stories are from different parts of the world, but they all have one thing in common. They were all Christians who suffered because of their faith. Christians here in the United States have not seen persecution like we see in other countries. However, it is beginning and most Christian leaders expect it to increase. When the culture demands that we endorse that which we cannot condone, we will face backlash. We will be ostracized. We will be persecuted. But we should not be surprised. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3.12, Yea! and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. We learned last summer that the ratings for the Tokyo Summer Olympics dropped to an all-time low. The Summer Games drew an average of 15.5 million primetime TV viewers over their 17-day run, according to NBC Universal. This was the lowest audience for the Summer Games since NBC started broadcasting them in 1988 and a 42% decline from the Rio Olympics in 2016. In response to the ratings drop, NBC Universal was reportedly giving disappointed advertisers extra commercials. Patrick Murray, director of Monmouth's polling institute, said the ratings drop was due largely to disgust over athletes making political statements. While political demonstrations were largely absent from Tokyo, Statements made during Olympic qualifying events, such as hammer thrower Gwen Berry's decision to turn her back on the flag as the national anthem played, appeared to sour a good chunk of would-be watchers. For most Americans, the Olympic spirit was a bit dampened this past year. However, the Games also saw moments of athletic patriotism. After becoming the first female black American wrestler to win Olympic gold, Tamara Mensah-Stock wrapped herself in the U.S. flag and said through tears of joy, 
I love representing the United States. I love my country. Olympic gold medalist Cindy McLaughlin said, It's an honor to represent America, and it's an honor to represent the kingdom of God. While I am proud of athletes like Tamira Mensah-Stock and Sidney McLaughlin, I'm also proud that Americans refuse to watch this year's woke Olympics. As Christians, we must continue to tune out ungodly, unpatriotic, un-American liberal programs. The drop in ratings has hit NBC Universal right where it hurts them the most in their pocketbook. Who knows? If a majority of Americans continue to change the channel, perhaps the media and the woke athletes will stick to sports and quit pushing their political agenda. In 2021, California continued to push a radical left-leaning agenda. Last July, the state allowed male prisoners who identify as female to be housed in women's prisons. Revealing the absurd and tragic reality of the situation, prison officials then offered condoms to the male prisoners and the abortion-inducing Plan B to female inmates. According to reports, nearly 300 male prisoners requested transfers to female prisons, many of whom are sex offenders. California's actions are just another example of prioritizing woke ideology above reality. God help us. Also last summer, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America elected the first openly transgender bishop in that denomination's history. Megan Rower, who uses the pronouns they and them rather than gender-specific terms, was elected and installed over the summer to head the California-based Sierra Pacific Synod. Although the ELCA is the largest Lutheran denomination in the United States, many congregations have left due to its increasingly non-biblical stances on theology and politics. In 2009, when the denomination voted to allow openly gay individuals to be ordained, hundreds of church members left the ELCA in protest. With the installment of this transgendered bishop, many more church members have left the denomination. Look for this trend to continue as denominations become more worldly in these last days. In August of 2021, the world watched in shock and awe at the botched American military pullout from Afghanistan. Since then, Christians in that country have been praying amid the terror they face today. According to an article in The Hill, Christians on the ground in Afghanistan believe that with a Taliban takeover, they expect to be killed mafia-style. Some reports already show the Taliban has been engaged in targeted killings of Christians. Christians also feared for the safety of their children, with the Taliban publicizing plans to eradicate the ignorance of Christianity by killing adult Christian men, forcing Christian boys to serve as soldiers, and taking Christian women and girls as sex slaves. According to the Taliban's ideology, Christians converted from Islam are considered apostates and are subject to Sharia's deadliest consequences. Last year's situation in Afghanistan was a tragedy. As Christians, we need to remember to pray for our brothers and sisters who are suffering such persecution from the Taliban. Two times in 2021, comic book publisher DC Comics revealed that two of their top characters are bisexual. Both Robin, who is the sidekick of the superhero Batman, 
and Superman came out, making them the latest well-established fictional characters to become associated with the LGBTQ community. I said it back then and I repeat it now, this is ridiculous. If DC Comics wanted bisexual characters, they could have created new ones. It seems strange to me that they changed the sexuality of Robin and Superman, who have been around for decades and are very popular with young kids. This was just another example of woke liberals pushing their perverse values onto children. The Vatican announced in the fall of 2021 that a one-world religion headquarters would open in 2022. The headquarters will be called the Abrahamic Family House, and it is being built on an island in the Middle Eastern city of Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. The headquarters is being built in collaboration with Pope Francis and Sunni Muslim leader Sheikh Amin al-Taib after they both signed a global peace covenant called the Document of Human Fraternity for World Peace. The One World Religion headquarters will have three buildings, one building each representing a mosque, a church, and a synagogue. Most Christians understand the term One World Religion to refer to the merging of all religions, including Christianity, into a single global religion. This is a step in that direction. We know that the One World Religion is directly linked to the last days when the Antichrist will establish a One World Religion which will be associated with a one-world government and lead to the mark of the beast. A video of a preacher being arrested in London went viral in 2021. The preacher was arrested for preaching that homosexuality is a sin. Ryan Shivo, who describes himself as an evangelist and missionary, was arrested in London last summer and charged with a hate crime. In an interview, Shivo gave the details of the events leading up to his arrest. He said, quote, I was preaching the gospel on the streets as I frequently do. At one point, I talked about the issue of homosexuality and transgenderism. I said that homosexuality is a sin, and I was arrested, close quotes. In the viral video, London police are shown taking Shivo into custody while a crowd of people ask over and over and over, what did he do wrong? Let me tell you what he did wrong, nothing. This man did nothing wrong. What is wrong is the situation in the United Kingdom and other Western countries. We are no longer free to share the truth. The United Kingdom, like the United States, is becoming a communist country. In 2021, Harvard University elevated an atheist to head their chaplain department. Greg Epstein, an atheist and humanist chaplain who says he doesn't look to God but to people for answers, was elected by his colleagues as the newest president of the Harvard chaplains. Epstein, age 44, was unanimously elected to the presidency of the university's organization of chaplains by more than 40 chaplains from some 20 different faith and spiritual traditions, even though he is an atheist. This shows just how far Harvard has fallen from its founding with its original purpose to train pastors for the ministry. John Harvard would be horrified by the actions of the school that bears his name. This is just another example of the growing movement within the United States, especially among millennials and Gen Z, toward an abandonment of our Christian foundation and a move to hardline secularization.
In the past, places like Harvard, who have long abandoned any sort of Christian foundation, would at least keep up a charade of acceptance of Christianity. Many of these groups now actively and openly share their disdain for Christianity and their complete acceptance of the secular worldview. We need to get on our knees and pray for our young people in America to turn to God and abandon the hopeless worldview of secularism. Another important end-time story happened last November when developers announced a plan to build 21 10-story tall statues around the world called The Giant. These statues are programmable, moving, and covered with millions of LED pixels that allow it to take the form of any person. The giant's arms and head can move to a diversity of positions, and its patented skin, a matrix of millions of programmable LED pixels, gives it the ability to instantly take the form of any man or woman, boy or girl, from historical figures such as Albert Einstein to stars of today such as Beyonce. The giant can take on any image, and it can also sing and speak. Revelation 13 describes an image that the false prophet is able to bring to life in some way. The image of the Antichrist will be able to move and speak, and people will bow down and worship it. People have long scoffed at John's claim that people during the tribulation would bow down to a little idol like they did in the ancient world. However, it is much easier to see the Antichrist and the false prophet creating something as large as Nebuchadnezzar's statue from Daniel 3, using technology to make it look like the Antichrist and demand that people bow down and worship it. As technology continues to advance, we should pray for people's eyes to be open to the warnings mentioned in the book of Revelation about the coming Antichrist. Not all the news stories in 2021 were bad. Our final news story today does offer some hope. It seems that people are fed up with the mess that we're seeing coming out of Washington, D.C. A recent poll revealed that 7 out of 10 Americans believe the United States is headed in the wrong direction. The poll, conducted by NBC News, one of the most liberal of all the mainstream outlets, revealed that Only 31% of respondents approve of President Biden's job performance, and 71% believe the nation is headed in the wrong direction. What are you willing to do to help turn this nation around? We must be committed to the truth, raise up our children and the Lord, and vote for candidates who value the biblical principles America was founded upon. That will wrap up this year-end edition of Headlines from the End Times. For Dr. Larry Spargimino, this is James Collins leaving you with the words of the Apostle Paul, who said in Ephesians 5:15 and 16, See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. The best Bible prophecy teaching and insight is available each day here on the radio and on our daily podcast. Resources, books, and DVDs are produced for you and your family. Conferences, in person and online, encouraging your faith to be strong. All of these things are able to happen because of you. Would you please support Watchmen on the Wall with a financial gift today? Call 1-800-652-1144. 
That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also support us by visiting swrc.com and clicking on the Support SWRC button on the top right of the homepage. Thank you. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. You are making an eternal impact with your gifts. Thank you. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.